You you whistle like a Disney princess. Or <laughs> <laughs> like a bird in a Disney princess. <laughs> All right. Everything okay? Okay. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, or Stan's one. team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience you. in a show called... Stab. Hello, everyone. Raise the roof at home or wherever you are. Thank you for coming out to Stab. Uh, I'm your host, John Morris Ross the Fourth. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in on uh, Facebook and Twitch and all that shit. We got 12 people watching in the audience. You're gonna enjoy this show. It's gonna be so fucking great. Um, are you ready to meet your contestants? Let, uh, you know, on Facebook, pound the happy faces or whatever. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna introduce everyone. Pound it in the face. Uh, pound, pound it in the face. Uh, sitting right there, uh, Jacqueline Wyand. Yeah. Uh, right next to her, right next to her, we've got Melanie Ford, right yeah, there, Melanie. over there, over there. I should still clap. It's my arm in the right clap. there, over there. And then over by, over, over by, Jesse's Christiana Dominguez. Yeah, clap, 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 clap it up. Scream at your, scream at your cat <laughs> in your house. Scare the people in your house. And then there at the end, we've got Jesse Jones. Jesse hey. Jones, he's way over yeah. there. I could throw stuff at him. Yeah. There's my hand. It actually could hit There's me. There's my hand. There's my hand. There it and is. And Melanie is just struggling with that computer. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, well, and again, my name is John Morris Ross the Fourth. Please don't confuse me with my dad. Uh, he's dead. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Stab, That's everyone. Where we start. Uh, hey, Jacqueline. Hello. What up? Um, not a whole lot, except... I was supposed to get married in a week. I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if I told you. No. I, we weren't invited, so. Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, not, um, it's not happening anymore, so it doesn't matter. Well, that's what happens when you don't invite happen. us. <laughs> well, hopefully everybody uh, had good return policies. You know, you guys could just yeah. you guys could just go do like a, a wedding like in Braveheart where they just sneak off in the woods and they're married by God. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I mean, if you aren't if you aren't married by an Elvis impersonator, are you really married? <laughs> That's where mine went wrong. <laughs> there cake when God marries you in a forest, though, because I feel like there should still be cake. <laughs> you can bring cake. I think uh, okay, bring just bring cake into the forest. Just forest cake. Just two handfuls in your pockets. <laughs> yeah. Right. Very good. Well, we're sorry that your wedding has been postponed. Uh, truly. Um, Anyway, it'll happen. <laughs> There's more weddings out there. Yeah. <laughs> There's like 364 other dates. So you're, you'll be fine. Anyway. Uh, Melanie, how's it going? Hi. How are you? It's, it's great. I have played so much Animal Crossing. Um, so I'm really, I'm really making the best of my time in my house. So. Yeah, you're doing like, exactly like I'm doing. I have piles of laundry as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, is that shit? I don't know. No, it's okay. It's in a basket. It's in a basket. Yeah, it's fine. fine. You're organized. It's fine. <laughs> I, I'm almost glad that I don't have a switch 
uh, and that I'm too busy here because if I had a, a Nintendo Switch, I would be oh. just on Animal Crossing, and this theater would have been dark for the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, now I'm going to go buy one. <laughs> well, thank you, Melanie, for jumping in as our savior last minute. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for being here. And we our other savior. It. Huh? Our other savior. And our co-savior. Yeah. What if there are co-saviors? <laughs> Jesus and his, and his cousin, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> we died for your sins. Uh, anyway. I uh, didn't have to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus was always the drama queen. I was crucified on a square, <laughs> so wasn't as popular. Doesn't make as nice of a necklace, I guess. <laughs> I anyway, uh... Christiana Dominguez, she's over there. She's right there. Uh, how are you, Christiana? I am. Uh, I'm great. I am working from home. It is not as much fun as I thought it would be because, <laughs> as it turns out, teleworking is still working, yeah. Ooh. and that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. But uh, I have a job, so that's good. Well, uh, uh, bragging. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, no. no, it's good. I'm trying to um, make my house larger than it is by just not going into at least half of it for the day. So then I walk in the living room like, whoa, look at this. Look at all the natural light and yeah. soft touches. <laughs> right. That's what I think. I worked from home for a little while and that uh, I literally had to get up, walk around the block once when I got out of bed. Just so I felt like I was going somewhere. That's what they say you should do. So, yeah, this. Uh, basically, like a puppy now that I just get really excited about going on walks. <laughs> so, right. This really, uh, really this whole sheltering in place thing has uh, sort of reinvented the grumble brag. Mm. <laughs> the grumble brag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's working at home, still home, but I got a job. <laughs> so. <laughs> I also work from home, but just there's no food there. So, you know, it's fine. Anyway, Stab Theater, at Stab Theater, is our Venmo. All right, everyone, are we, uh, oh, Jesse, how are you, Jesse? Hi. Yeah? I'm all right. You're all right? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, I'm in slightly better definition. Yeah. We moved a camera around here, so it's like. We did. It's like six feet closer. You could see those pores. (laughs) Yeah, nobody wants, those are some deep, large, wide pores. pores. Nobody needs that. Well, um, very good, Jesse. Uh, let's uh, let's play. <laughs> That's more than you usually talk to me. Yeah, before show, so let's just, we yeah. are keeping social distancing. We are in the same studio. He, but he's about nine feet over there. Yeah. if I were to measure, we're nailing it. That's right. Maybe you'll get to see your kids. That, that's another, that's another um, stay home humble brag. Well, I stay nine feet away. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, you're only six. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and play stab. We got twenty-one in the audience. It's, Holy it's crap! Exponential growth. That's, that's All right. quite a stab show. All right, here we go. Here we go. That's like more than can fit in the actual theater. That is I true. Mean, just about. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> uh, grumble brag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This uh, first segment is called uh, reorganization. Uh, please take the following acronym: reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, you all know this acronym. You all love it. You've all been there uh, for an extended period of time. Today's acronym is HOME. H-O-M-E. We're going to start with Jacqueline. What does HOME mean to you? 
Welcome to the office. First day, so exciting. Let me show you around. Uh, this is the copier. Uh, this is the water cooler. Uh, this is Jeff. He's our male receptionist. Ooh la la. That's the break room. It's Carol's birthday, so we're having cake brought in at lunch. And um, I'm forgetting. Did your last job make you guys go home? And of course, by home, I do mean hostel, office, meat exchange. <laughs> and I'm afraid it is mandatory. <laughs> you got to exchange your meat and you got to be really hostile when you do it. It is what it is. Death, taxes, and meat. Those are words that I say. Hold on. Um, I got to take this. Yes, this is Jacqueline from Cocksucker Electric. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> Very good. Sorry. I was caught off by the timing of that. Very good. <laughs> Cocksucker alert. Lots of smiley faces, Jacqueline, are coming in for you. Very good. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving down the line. Uh, Melanie, what does home mean to you? So today we're talking about home, and that reminds me of my mom and how I always knew I was dangerously close to an ass whooping. Uh, it always makes me feel so nostalgic to think about how much fear my mom struck into me. Anyway, when I was a kid and I was doing something my mom didn't want or asking to do something my mom didn't want me to do or existing when she was too overwhelmed with grief about the sad state of her loveless marriage to my dad to also manage me, she'd yell, Whoo! over my enchiladas <laughs> when i was younger that sounded like gibberish so i'd just keep going and then she'd spank me with one of those deep metal pans you'd use to make you guessed it hot dog jello <laughs> but soon i learned if i ever heard over my enchiladas it was time for me to get as close to not existing as possible <laughs> those were the days <laughs> very good <laughs> melanie Yes. Oh, I, keep, I don't know. Is it Hot weird? dog jello. Is it no, weird clap. Like clap. Right. <laughs> He's the only one there. I don't know. Very good. Very good. Very sad. <laughs> Very good, though. Very good. Uh, Christiana Dominguez, way down yeah. there. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Uh, what does home mean to you? Um, well, actually, um, you know, home... It's less of an acronym than it is a shortened expression of a better known phrase. You know, like you say, hi is short for hello, mm -hmm. or okay is short for okay, but spelled out. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, home is actually short for, oh my God, how much longer? Um, which is a super helpful expression these days, because it applies for a lot of stuff. Like, if you're working from home, and you like do a bunch of stuff, and you look up, and you think it's got to be like lunchtime or maybe five o'clock and you realize because the time change, but you didn't fully like internalize the time change, whatever. It's still only 930 in the morning. And then you're like, oh, my God, how much longer do I have to work today? Um, or every time uh, you wake up in the morning and you casually flip through Facebook right now and you see like another article about really how terrible everything is. And you're like, oh, my God, how many weeks? May 1st, no Olympics, 4th of July for Maryland, like Oh, my God. That's home. Yay. <laughs> very good. Very good. Christiana. All right. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Someone clapped it in the, in the clapped, oh, slapped no. in the thing. <laughs> oh, clap. Uh, yeah, clap emojis. Yeah. Jesse Jones, what yeah. does home mean to you? Well, Ooh, that's too much me. <clears throat> <laughs> well, 
There have been several well-known uses of the acronym HOME over the years. For example, in the early 40s, there was a popular German variety show called Hitler Openly Mocks Europe. <laughs> right? Which wasn't actually that funny because a certain group of people wasn't allowed to work on the writing staff. <laughs> but overall, it was crazy popular for a time. <laughs> Until, you know, it, it wasn't anymore. Um, <laughs> there was also a course of uh, straight-to-VHS direct-mailed vanity projects that was uh, filling mailboxes across the country, and oddly, Germany again, to fan club members of David Hasselhoff exclusively. The fan club, known at the time as the Hasselbackers, <laughs> would commonly get a lot of Hasselhoff-related merch for their fourteen ninety-five monthly dues. From mesh back trucker hats with all the popular Knight Rider catchphrases that immediately spring to mind the second I mention the show, right? Um, or <clears throat> iron on t shirt transfers of the Hoff in various states of undress. Two, of course, the monthly newsletter keeping you up to the second on every exciting life of Hasselhoff detail. Um, it was um, like the 80s version of Patreon exclusive content, basically. So, <laughs> anyway, the, the videos started coming to fan club viewers towards the beginning of 1987 after Knight Rider ended its run and as a sort of way to <clears throat> ensure that all the Hoff backers, <laughs> Hoff, what did I call it? I can't remember. I'm falling off my page. <laughs> For the Hoff enthusiasts to uh, understand that he was still doing all right, but not just all right. He was excelling. The video series was titled Hasselhoff Owns Many Emu. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of the biggest signs of grotesque opulence in the 80s was, of course, owning emu. So naturally, the more emu you owned, the more successful you showed the world that you were. And David Hasselhoff wanted all his loyal fans all paying out three quarters of a 20 a month to know just where their money was going and to know that Hoff was doing fine. The Hoff owned many emu. There's actually another fan club that I'm still a member of to this day. Uh, I signed up for it, or I will sign up for it, in the year 2051. Uh, and then I have been getting the newsletters regularly since 1994. Uh, it, it gives me the current news of my favorite time-traveling superstar, Quantum Doug. Uh, <laughs> uh, and something he sent out to, uh, to us in one of his most recent newsletters was the acronym HOME, which in the future stands for History Only Remembers Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't go into details about how exactly Donald, Don Jr., and all the rest of the family were removed from records. <laughs> except to note that only Eric Trump is spoken of in the future. Hmm. As he tirelessly attempts to put right what he can in an attempt to salvage his family name. <laughs> Very good. That was reorganization. Yeah. We're going to listen to all this sound effect. <laughs> There it is. There it goes. All right. Well, there it is. Uh, very good, everyone. I hope you're enjoying it out in the crowd. Uh, there we have 15. Looks like we've lost six <laughs> viewers. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to our next segment. Uh, the Topical Haiku Challenge. We're going to turn that down a little bit. Uh, please have composed three haiku in regard to the following topical story. Uh, the headline, Sheriff's Officials fetus found in trash bin is actually a doll. Uh, Bakersfield, California, because where else? 
In a bizarre twist, the object found in a trash container earlier this week was believed to be a human fetus uh, was in fact a doll that had been altered to uh, appear like a tiny fetus, a sheriff's spokesman said Thursday. Uh, the doll was found in Oildale trash bin Monday, resulting in homicide detectives, be- detectives being called to the scene for what was believed to be a disposed fetus. But earlier Thursday, a, cr- a coroner's <laughs> release said the fetus had been determined to be non-human. Uh, that's the word for doll, I guess, when you're a cop. Uh, the release provided no imp- further information. That didn't really need to be said. Uh, we're going to do one of these at a time. We're going to start first with Jacqueline. What's your first haiku? Hey, my name is Scott from Dead Baby Disposal. I'm here to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Melanie, your first of three haiku. What do you mean sex education in this country, Sapar? That is a fetus. <laughs> <laughs> Christiana, your first of three. Thank God. Thank God. Man, because I literally cannot this week. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Jacqueline, your second of three high. I mean, I could do one. Oh if wait, like. shit! I forgot. I'm just looking at these people on the screen. <laughs> Jesse, what's your first one? <laughs> I mean, Oops. I wrote them. I might as well. Oops. Uh, first is titled "Coroner's Report." Yeah, you can see here. The one easy way to tell is the copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Hey, Jacqueline, how about now? <laughs> oh. Wowee, a baby. A dead baby in the flesh. Oh, a doll. Bummer. <laughs> All right, Melanie. <clears throat> Wish I could find my child a good doll in the trash. All I've found is cum. <laughs> Come, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Christiana? I am doll eyes, doll mouth, doll legs. I am doll arms, big veins, dog bait. Yeah. <laughs> it's a found haiku. <laughs> Very good. Jesse Jones. <clears throat> Second is titled Make It Stop. I don't know, you guys. I really don't think I can watch Toy Story 5. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. All right. Jacqueline, your third of three haiku. Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean to tell me I ain't getting no baby? Very good. And Melanie, your third of three haiku. Fetuses look like manatees. Was this in the Little Mermaid world? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And Christiana, your third of three. They really want you. They really want you. They really do. Yeah, they real... (laughs) (laughs) 
Very good. She had an hour. <laughs> uh, Jesse Jones, your third of three. Uh, my third is titled Daddy Made Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's all right. It's hard. But we did what we had to. Wah! Oh, fuck. Wrong one. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Very good. Uh, that was the Topical Haiku Challenge, and it's over now. <laughs> Everyone having a good time in the audience? That's good. Okay. <clears throat> there, I cut that one short. Uh, that brings us to our third segment of the evening called This Was Today Once. Uh, Jacqueline, on this date, 1830, the Book of Mormon was published... Uh, also on this very date, 2006, smoking is banned in restaurants and bars in Scotland. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate the, uh, the aforementioned events in tandem? I took up smoking again. Know why? Because some tablets told me to. <laughs> yeah, I found some tablets. Crazy <laughs> shit. Said smoking is okay now, and I was like, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Have you heard the good news, John? Smoking looks cool. Okay, I'm out of breath now. Gotta go. <laughs> Very good, Jacqueline. Very good. Melanie, on this date, 1915, the Vancouver Millionaires win the 1915 Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, also on this very date, 1997, 39 bodies are found in the Heaven Gates, Heaven's Gate mass suicides. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events? all mixed up well john i became a charming television preacher from the comfort of my own home since we're in quarantine and that's my only option <laughs> i recruited exclusively millionaires into my new cult i convinced the millionaires that corona is a punishment for their sins and that if enough of them don't kill themselves they will go to hell for being gross gross investors and that when they died they needed to transfer their wealth to me to make sure people were taken care of in these hard times <laughs> I then distributed their wealth into Little League teams before buying every anime pillow off the internet to keep weebs from having them, as the Lord intended. And I did all of this while dressed like a Georgia peach from a league of their own, because I remembered way too late that the Stanley Cup is hockey. <laughs> very good. Very good, Melanie. Great job. I find it fascinating. There's a team called the Millionaires. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, no one else. Okay. Christiana. <laughs> Uh, on this date, 1980, Mount St. Helens becomes active after 123 years. Uh, also on this very date, 1979, the Supreme Court rules 8-1 to one that police just can't randomly stop cars. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate these things all mixed up? Well, it's funny because both of these things actually figure into my annual Jay-Z celebration. <laughs> um, because... Uh, you know, Mount St. Helens obviously really like blew up just like Jay-Z did on the scene when he first like started dropping sick rhymes. <laughs> so, and as you may recall from his magnum opus, 99 Problems, mm. um, aside from a little hint of misogyny about like what, what isn't his problem, um, I don't want to use that kind of language on a family podcast, so I won't. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, without this court case that talked about needing, like, reasonable suspicion 
to uh, stop vehicles. Um, you never, he wouldn't have taken that court decision and really built on it artistically in 99 Problems to teach us all that, uh, you know, when he, when he rapped, well, my glove compartment is locked, so is the trunk in the back, and I know my rights, so you're going to need a warrant for that. Um, <laughs> it, it's all tied together. So I just think it's a great uh, day to celebrate artistry, basically. Well, very good. Yeah. Very good. I wish we would have done battle rap it now. But all right, thank you, Christiana. Great job. Uh, Jesse Jones mm. down there. On this date, 1934, the United Kingdom driving test is introduced. Uh, also on this very date, 1986, this very special day for me, uh, Geffen signs Guns N' Roses. Uh, How do you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Family podcast. <laughs> it's just I, I had a voice that I had never done. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the time between writing this and now, I've completely forgot. Uh, let's see. Forgot the voice. Yeah, I try. I haven't. It's basically like a Michael Caine. So if I can try and remember that, I don't know. It's gonna be all over the place, guys. <laughs> Michael Caine. Michael. Hi. <laughs> Michael Caine sounds a lot like Morgan Freeman. Hi, I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> Hi. You're all not right. helping. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll, this might be a weird Scottish. It might be. I don't know what's going to happen here, All guys. Right. Um, maybe I'll just read it. Just you know what? Should we remind them of the prompt? You can. Okay. My British is going to be uh, southern all of a sudden because I'm not going to risk it. So this prompt combined is the United Kingdom uh, institutes a uh, driving test, and Guns and Roses were signed on this date. Go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, Michael Caine is now going to be played by my southern accent. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It was, it was almost not bad. It was like a C plus. All right. <laughs> uh, this reminds me of the story of uh, Goozy Flogbottom, a tour bus driver for the UK leg of the Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion Tour in 1992. Uh, just, I just so happen to have a few choice selections from, this, uh, from his accounting of the time, which appeared in his book, Muggin' on the Wheelie Bird, True Enough Stories, about life driving rich cunt fucks about town. <laughs> right. And remember how good this would have sounded with a Michael Caine accent. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> we're going with the Southern. <sighs> so when we got started, I thought, look at these wankers, right? American tossers and all that. <laughs> but then... To open up their first show at Wembley and what, June 13, 1992, I remember Axel said to all Wembley and them, <laughs> how he wants to punch that twat queen right in her spoochy twat. And I thought, all right, these boys might be upright nettlewobs after all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to switch. <laughs> Axel slash... And the other ones, they's right good kids, isn't they? Because really, if hotel rooms didn't want to be thrashed, they wouldn't just let anybody with enough bob squat in them for the night, now would they? Excellent Slash got into another row last evening. Got so heated that each of them punched a different member of the band as proxies for one another. It's nice to see, even with two celebrities, so at odds, 
they can still find common ground recognizing that the rest of their band is expandable. Uh, one of the other guys in the band, I think his name was Doof or something. <laughs> something like that. He tried to talk to me the other day and I said, listen, mate, listen, Doof. If you were Axel or Slash, I might care about anything you said, but you ain't, is you? So go shit in your own hat and then wear that shit hat like the proud shit hat wearing shit hat that you are, is what I said. The thing is, the accents actually translate pretty well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so today, in honor of these events, I just wandered the streets, telling the people to telling people to shit in their hats, and then wear their shit hats like proud shit hat wearing shit hats. <laughs> and honestly, this was the best I have felt in weeks. <laughs> Very good, Jesse Jones. There we go. Yay! Yes. Now we're down to ten viewers. Combined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, David A. Quigley, Quinley, uh, over on uh, Twitch says hi. Hello. Hi there, Dave. Uh, welcome. All right. Uh, also, Robert Best says John is looking like a young rock star tonight. Well, thanks, Bob. Huh? Oh, wow. Fuck yeah. Got all, at least we have all the regulars <laughs> in the chat. So that's good. Bob loves me. <laughs> When we're not talking about Bernie Sanders, that's okay. All right, uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to the next uh, segment. I don't believe any of the people on the panel this evening have have done this uh, segment before, as it's fairly new. It's called Toyify It. Uh, please take the following words and tell us what this new toy is, uh, who's it for, and how to use it. Uh, do it like a commercial. <laughs> Uh, you, if you didn't, that's okay. Uh, some of the toy names in this segment, actually all of them, are brought to you by WordCounter.net's random word generator, a close friend of the Stab Show. Uh, Jacqueline, uh, quit talking to your husband, your, your future husband, for a second. It's your turn. Jacqueline, the name of your toy is the Noisy Melt Bucket. The Noisy Melt Bucket. What is that? <clears throat> okay. A sensibly dressed young mother hears a bone-chilling noise from her children's bedroom and goes to investigate. It sounds like screams. Hey, kids, what's that noise? It's screaming. What? <laughs> I love my bucket. <laughs> Noisy milk bucket. It's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. The noisy <laughs> Very good. See, we can't do this live. We couldn't do that live. It's perfect. <laughs> this show is now just here. Yeah. Uh, from <laughs> All right. Uh, Melanie, the name of your toy is called The Gentle Pan. The Gentle Pan. In this era, it's important for children to have genderless toys and to lose gendered expectations of their toys. Which is why we here at Woke Toys came up with the Gentle Pan. A pan so soft and non-threatening that even boys can use it. With the Gentle Pan, kids can pretend to cook anything their hearts desire, even a thick, meaty steak. Sure, the toy will most likely be used to make delicate, lightly seared vegetables, but anything is possible, and this toy is not gendered. And who knows? Maybe by buying your kids the gentle pan, they can learn to not be sexist as adults and love anyone regardless of gender identity. 
The genderless <laughs> options of the gentle pan are vast, and despite criticisms from conservatives everywhere, are not tied into the gay agenda as a secret plan to make children pansexual. <laughs> Order your genderless child's gender pan today. <laughs> Very good, Melanie. Great job. Wouldn't that be funny if Corey chimed in on hers too, like <laughs> in the same room? It's a bucket. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? He's everywhere. Corey is everywhere. <laughs> All right, Christiana. Um, the name of your toy is called the Meek Seek Connect. Meek Seek Connect. Okay. What is it? Coming. This Christmas, 2022, it's the hottest game you didn't realize you were definitely going to need to play with your children to help their slow reintroduction to society. So come on down and pick up your copy of the Meek Seek Connect game. It's a basic dice-based game where you throw the dice a little bit further outside your front door every day in the hopes that your children will creep further and further out to seek the social connection they haven't enjoyed for the past 24 months. Yes, if you play your dice the right way, kids will not only learn to count, but may actually work up to saying hi to their neighbors by Easter. So get your copy of the Meek Seek Connect today. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Jesse's clapping for you. I'm still not sure if I should. All right, Jesse Jones. Mm -hmm. The name of your toy is called the Economic Kitten. Yeah. The Economic Kitten. Cat food can be expensive. Cat litter is disgusting and unsanitary. And don't even get us started on the cost of treats, toys, vaccinations, or any sort of veterinary bills whatsoever. If you want to spend hundreds of dollars every decade on a cat, that's your choice. <laughs> but if you want the total cat experience with all the fuss and commitment of some regular cat, then we've got the answer. New from Garbage Pets. The name you've come to trust for temporary pet ownership, it's the new Economic Kitten! Available in bags of 3, 9, or 20. Oh, the Economic Kitten is the pet that you'll have just as long as it makes financial sense. There's no need to feed an Economic Kitten. If it gets hungry, it'll find whatever it needs, whenever it needs, or it won't! <laughs> the point is, it's not your problem. Water? Water's free. Give your economic kitten as much of that as you'd like. It helps keep them spry and playful. And why even bother buying an expensive litter box or all that gross clumping shit sand when every square foot outside your own indoor living space is nature's litter box? Shit on a neighbor's lawn. Shit in the street. Shit in the sky for all you care. Cats like the outside. Let them go there and leave their leavings. <laughs> And finally, when your economic kitten has used up all its cuteness, just drop it in one of the safe and easy kitten recycling bags that came with it. Then, on your regular economic kitten refill delivery day, just leave your spent kittens outside your door in the airtight resealable plastic recycling tub, and it'll be whisked away by our dedicated kitten delivery and recycling specialists. <laughs> So do you want a kitten, but don't want the responsibility of pet ownership? Then you want the economic kitten. New from Garbage Pets. Oh, my God. 
spent kittens. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Oh, back up to 19, huh? Oh, yeah. I guess you can fuck with cats on the internet. <laughs> I just got them riled up. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They're Google searching you right now, yeah. Jesse, you Ugh. son of a bitch. Going to get swatted. All right. <laughs> All right. Robert Best wants to know, is there a dog version? Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, that brings us to our final segment of the evening. Oh, and a collective aw, oh shit uh, is uh, permeating through the internet right now. All right. This brings us to our final segment called Vows to an Asshole. I haven't done this one in a while. Uh, please, everyone on the panel, have compo- please have composed uh, your vows to the following asshole. Uh, Jacqueline, your asshole is the month of March. March, you're so fucking sexy. Is that okay to say in a church? I don't know. March, you've really changed me. For the better, I guess. I spend more time at home with you. I don't really go out to eat anymore or see my friends, but that's okay, March. You made it so I don't really have a choice, and I love that about you. You're not like other months, March. None of them killed my grandparents. <laughs> All those other months seem to just fly right by, but not you. It's going to be March forever. <laughs> Very good, Jacqueline. Very good. Yeah. Woo. Clapping. All right. Uh, Melanie, you're writing your views to the following asshole. Uh, and that asshole is dementia. Yeah, this was a great one to have just an hour for. Um, so perhaps my family and loved ones don't understand why I've chosen to dedicate my life to you, dementia. But this is, this is serious to me. I've decided to commit my life to you because even though I'm but 30 years old, I am incredibly sick and tired of being coherent in this life and timeline. (laughs) In fact, I'm so sick of it that once a week, I already convince myself that what the world around me is is a series of delusions I've convinced myself of because I can't accept that I'm really dead or some shit. (laughs) So let's just make my miserable coping mechanism a reality. Dementia. If you promise to eat my brain until I'm okay with everything around me being on fire, I promise to rim your asshole on command for the rest of my life until I'm too senile for consent to be legally permissible. Make me the happiest queer alive. Very good. Very good. I I nominate uh, Happiest Queer Alive to be the name of this episode. All right. We'll see. Very, Very good. All right. Uh, Christiana, you're marrying uh, someone who constantly flakes on plans. (laughs) Much safer. Much safer. (laughs) All right. I am so glad that we finally reached this day. We only had to reschedule a couple of times. (laughs) But we're here now. In this moment, in front of everyone we love who is still available on this short notice, (laughs) and 
I just want you to know that for as long as you wait, where are you? <laughs> where, where are you going? Where are you going? No, we're no. It's to the, it's right next. What? We're up here in front of all. What do you think the guy in the suits do? It's no, it's right now. You Barry has the rings. You, why are you? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, whatever. I mean, I do if you do. No, stop. What? <laughs> and uh, there see, very good. Okay, very good. Christiana, very good. Very good. Great job. Getting a lot of laughs online. <laughs> 20 people. We're back up to 20. Hey, look at that. It huh? ebbs and flows. That's right. Jesse Jones, yep. you're going to be marrying the person who uses fast passes to get to the front of the line at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. uh, let's hear your vows to that person. Yeah. Gordon. <laughs> Gordon? <laughs> I just imagine him as like a... A Canadian dad with a bunch of kids coming into town. That's <clears throat> Gordon. It's become painfully clear to me recently that people just don't understand you like I do. You understand that time is short, opportunity is fleeting, and you have to seize the day and use every opportunity presented you to get the absolute most out of life each and every day. Your forethought and pre-planning are only thought to be vile by those who allow their destiny to be controlled by the whims of the breeze. You know what you want, and you know how to achieve it. These are the same louts who might call calling ahead and making reservations cheating, when getting a fast pass for a ride is exactly that! <laughs> it's not your fault that they can't be bothered to fucking try harder. These are tools available to everyone. To be upset at one for using something that they could just as easily have taken advantage of is like a starving man scoffing and getting all huffy and indignant at the guy using a can opener while he keeps banging his can on a rock. Yeah, you'll get your beans eventually, Trevor, but there's a reason we moved out of the fucking caves, and that reason is tools! <laughs> you blame-flinging, knuckle-dragging, mouth-breathing cunt! Use yourself and... Oh, you... Gah. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. This day is not about them, it's about us. About how we are right and they are wrong. And there's literally nothing else that can be said about the subject. So, I love you. You're doing absolutely nothing wrong. <laughs> Fuck everybody here who says different. I do. We're out. Now, if you'll exclu excuse us, I'm just going to hop in this wheelchair and get pushed straight to the special handicapped car on Space Mountain. And you can do it too! <laughs> you just have to push a friend around all day, but it's like an unlimited 
fast pass, fuck lines, fuck waiting, and fuck you! <laughs> Very good. And that's the end of Stab. I feel like that was directed towards me. Uh, one more time for all the contestants you saw this evening. Jacqueline Wyan, right there, right there. Melanie Ford, right there. And Christiana Dominguez, way over there next to Jesse. And Jesse Jones. One more time for Jesse Jones. Hey. Uh, if you'd like to hear any more of our uh, stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being Spotify, I guess. Uh, check us out all over the place. Uh, guys, thank you very much, and have a good night. Thank you. Hey. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Thank you. Well thank done, you. Melanie and Christiana. Yes. And Jacqueline, of course. She had the regular amount of time. That's right. Well done, Melanie oh, and Christiana. And then we got Corey's Roughly torso. 24. Beautiful. Oh, we're going to get that again? Uh,